All right, everyone. Welcome back to another uh, session of conversion therapy. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Justin. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And uh, thanks for joining. Uh, today, we got obviously a couple topics planned out. Hopefully, we're going to get to the topic that we've been having on our radar for the past three month. weeks, month. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So um, I love how you remember that one episode where I was like, oh, you know, like what's happened in the last week of your life or like what's happened in between? Yeah. Though, episode three. Even though this is like literally like the span of two days of in between filming. <laughs> I mean, we haven't talked about it last week. Has there been anything exciting happening to you? Um, are you actually asking me? Yes, I actually am. Well, I mean, not since last time I talked to you 48 hours ago. Well, um, like, what about the session? What about the last time you talked about it in the session, which was episode three? Yeah, but remember what happened? That episode went completely off the rails. So I don't know what we should take it that direction. I just found out what Pog meant. That's pretty exciting. Party. Per. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, even if, like, I had something, I don't really have anything. Oh, I got this. I got a little advent calendar. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, to be honest right? with you. Right? I don't, I can't remember the last time I had one of these. Oh, I was having frozen mangoes earlier, and I got a brain freeze, and I haven't had a brain freeze in, like, two years. And I was like, what is this feeling? But it, like, I hate the feeling of brain, like, I'm, obviously it's not, like, a, a, a pleasant feeling, but it's, it's so, like, uncomfortable and it like affects your entire body it's really weird do you know um do you know how to stop brain freeze how you Plug put in your, your nose no that'd oh. be weird i don't know i'm just guessing you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth does that actually work uh, I, I read that somewhere once have you tried it yes does it work um i mean <laughs> i feel like it gives you like a placebo <laughs> You know what works? This. Did you try it? Yeah. Did it work? Mm. Kinda. <laughs> um, okay. And I want before we, I'm gonna lay. I'll lay out. I'll jump right in and lay out the next topic. But I, I want to say this, and I mentioned this to Justin. I, we want, we strive to be factually correct in all the things that we portray oh, to you. Oh, fuck off! I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I had a friend who recently put me on blast or put us on blast because we, when we were talking about Rittenhouse, I think the first time, uh, we mentioned that he was toting an automatic weapon. It was in fact a semi-automatic weapon. I literally so I don't remember saying that straight up. I don't remember saying that. I don't either, but I never re-listened to them because I hate the sound of my own voice. Mood. But so Did I'm you... going to, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say that, um, but I, but he said he said that that we said it multiple times. So I'm going to take his word for it. I'm going to take my word for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I like, I mean, I think, and I, and I said this at the time. Um, I don't like personally. Like, it's important to be factual, but I think that the point got across that, like, whether it's semi or automatic, it's a it's a it's a mass killing machine. That's what I said to him. Did you hear the uh, the judge drop the gun charge? Yes, I did. They're in deliberations now, hey, at this at yeah, the time that we're shooting. Jury, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? The the fact that it that, that, that it's taking like this long, I'd like to think is a good sign. Just because it um, doesn't show a sign of like unanimous decision. Yeah. Cause I mean, if they if it came back like boom, then it's gonna be a, an acquittal, I think. Yeah. Um I have a question for you then. Okay. And I, I remember I did this before. I was like, Don't you do you know this? And you were like, Yeah, I was like, what is it? And you were like, I don't know it. <laughs> remember? <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so um, you said you do know that the gun charge was dropped. What was it dro dropped because of? 
Um, let me think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember at the time. Um, apparently in, in said law that they were kind of suing against, uh, it mentioned the size of the barrel that the gun had. So I guess the, the law was for short barreled guns, but, um, this gun had a, a larger barrel than what was specified. So they found a loophole around it. See, I thought it was when I, I'm glad I didn't say this. Cause I thought it was that he actually didn't break any gun laws in, uh, in, um, Wisconsin. I thought that's, that's what it was. Um, so what is the law with long barrel guns then? That's a good question. I don't know. I was like trying to find it. I mean, okay. So I literally spent like five minutes looking just because I was focusing on the research, even though I didn't do much for this episode. Um, that's a good thing to tell the viewers. (laughs) I mean, we're still going to have a good episode. Come on. Um, of course I'm here. Wisconsin. You're just going to let that slide. What? Nothing. Good. I got away with it. Of course, I'm here for what? <laughs> Good research. I thought you were joking. That's why I didn't. So, okay, I'm. Yeah, it says, I guess, 941.28 possession of a short barreled shotgun or short barreled rifle. I just butchered shotgun, my God. Um, I don't know if there is any for long, but like that wouldn't make any sense because I guess. Because like they said, it was it wasn't illegal for open carry, but that doesn't that wouldn't make any sense for like there's no open carry laws for long barreled guns. Like, can anyone literally just carry? But like, this is what I can like. Well, I'm, I'm sure there is something. I mean, you you'd think there would be a law, but also think about this when you're writing a law, right? Like, who's gonna like who walks around like with a like a a 12 gauge? You know, like it's a, I don't know. It's like a weird thing to make a law for. Like, could you imagine someone just like walking to Safeway with like. And some in the states weapons. i mean i guess in the states yeah <laughs> i was about to say do you really want me to answer that question one of my uh i i'm not saying friends one of the people that <laughs> i used to talk to um mm-hmm. he was 16 at the time and he was like yeah like i'm getting a gun like my dad's buying me a gun i was like what the fuck and he was like so excited he's like it's my birthday present i'm just like what the fuck is the states have you ever shot a gun yes where to you i'm just kidding um my uncle uh took my sister and i out shooting and i can't remember where it was at a range or just like in the bush uh just like in the bush like it was like a a pretty large field and then um he has like a bb gun and then we like shot that too but like yeah we shot like a i don't know i don't really know what to call it like a rifle i guess not like a right no I don't know, maybe like a sniper. I can't really remember what the gun was. It was was it like a, a single ago. shot? Like, yeah. Like you ha- okay, okay. And then, um, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. Like, there was a lot of, like, is it recoil or pullback? Yeah, like, so shoot it? I was, that's literally what I was going to say is, like, the movies, like, I can't watch movies, like, realistically now that shoot. Like, it's just so unrealistic. Like, when you'll see dudes, like, running and, like, shooting sideways, it's like, dude, that's not a thing. Like, dude. That's so funny because, like, um, I mean, this isn't – this is, like, I I have the same reaction to movies but over a different topic. So when mm-hmm. – I watch a lot of, like, gay movies, like, uh, movies that center around, like, a gay gay couple or, like, have a gay couple in it. Shocker. I know. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, and in these movies, whenever there's some sort of, like, gay sex scene, they – like, they're so just inaccurate. 
you don't, okay, like, if you're waking up in the morning as a gay person, you don't just, like, spontaneously have sex. That's not a thing. Unless you want it to be, like, dirty and nasty, then yeah, for sure, go ahead. But there's so much prep work, no matter what time you do it. Because, baby, like, majority of the time, guess what hole you're going to be using? I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> but it's so, like, I haven't really even seen, like, one fucking TV show or movie that accurately, like, displays that. You remember Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, great Jake, movie. Jake Gyllenhaal got butt fucked with a fucking ton of beans in his ass. <laughs> uh, stay safe, kids. Um, well, that went off the rails for a second there. I mean, sex education is very important. And I mean, this wasn't even taught to me until like porn taught it to me. Do you think porn is like a really good source of sex education? No. You don't? No. Why? Do you think we're getting a little bit off topic here? We're 10 minutes in. We can talk about this. Do you, do you, do you want to knock off that topic we've been trying to putting off for? <laughs> I don't really care. It's been three weeks. What's another? No. We have okay. three. We have three. We normally have four uh, planned topics. Okay, let's madame. do this. I'm going, I'm going into the topic one. Okay, go. Okay. You're wasting so, time. <laughs> okay, so topic one. There's been some... Um, recent developments in the Oscar Pistorius murder trial. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Oscar Pistorius was the first uh, double amputee to run in the able-bodied Olympics. Uh, he, so he was a Paralympian before this, and he was probably the best Paralympian track and field runner of all time. Um, he used uh, these prosthetic limbs that were resembled sort of like, they look kind of like, like razors or blades so he's been labeled the blade runner um he was he was kind of really crushing the paralympic games so that's why he was really pushing to to run in the able-bodied games um so he was dating a uh, fhm model reva steenkamp and uh one night when his defense goes is that uh he got up one night heard a noise in his bathroom uh grabbed his gun and fired, I think it was three shots into the bathroom door and killed his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. He believes, or he says, allegedly, that um, she, he didn't know that she wasn't in bed beside him and he thought it was an intruder that was going to cause him and her uh, harm. And only after he fired he, these shots did he realize that Reva wasn't in the room with him. Um, the prosecution claims, obviously, that it was a crime of, of passion that they got into an argument and Oscar went, flew off the handle, grabbed his weapon and fired three shots. Um, the, I know at the time when they were prosecuting, one of the main things that they were trying to get for premeditation was whether or not he put his prosthetic limbs on when he got out of bed. It appears that he did not, if I recall correctly, he ran on his, on his just like sort of like his stumps. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, Reese, so what happened was he was found guilty of culpable homicide, which is which is our equivalent to involuntary manslaughter. Um, he was sentenced to, I think, seven years in prison. But then I guess what happens what happened in uh, South African law, which obviously couldn't happen here, was they overturned that sentence. I don't even think it was an appeal. I think they they just overturned it. A year later, and they gave him, uh, I think they gave him some certain degree of, I think it was 
some degree of murder, second degree murder, and they doubled the sentence. He got like 15 years. Um, so he served, I think he served about half of his sentence and he's eligible for parole. He was actually eligible for parole in July of this year. But a part of um, South African law is the you have to, so basically before you're able to formally apply for parole, you have to meet with the accuser or the accuser or the accuser's family, the victim, the victim's family. So he's having to meet now meet with Riva's uh, parents before he can apply for parole. Uh, they can question him. He can show remorse if he feels remorse. Um, and apparently just a little tidbit, what, um, what caused this sort of thing to happen? Cause that never happens here. If you're on parole, you don't have to meet with, with the, you know, the victim's family or the victim. Uh, was during apartheid when apartheid was abolished um, acute when there when there were people pr prosecuted for crimes during apartheid when they applied for parole the victims got to voice the wrongs that were done to them um, so they just sort of kept that on in South African law so that's sort of where we're at now yeah it was weird because I remember reading stuff about it and I was trying to find like the uh because you were like the update in the trial and I was like where's the update where's the update and I was like I pulled up like multiple articles and I was like where is this update like what is it but then I found something that yeah like in November 2021 the South African prison authorities launched the first uh, procedural steps to consider the parole of Oscar incarcerated for the murder of his girlfriend apparently with like the most recent sentencing uh he wasn't like eligible for parole until I think they said 2023 Yes. And, and all of a sudden it's blindsided everybody because it's like now it's now and that no one really knows why. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's definitely I've, like I, I I'm not going to lie. I basically heard nothing about this until you'd mentioned it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it was like like I said, it was like eight years ago. But like when this was a thing, it was huge. Mm -hmm. I remember it was kind of like, like like it was like I would say it was like half as big as like the O.J. Simpson trial, which is probably the biggest trial of all time. Um, but um yeah, it was. Um, what was I, I was going to say something else about this. Um, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, did you watch any of the, the the trial footage? No. Okay. So a lot of people like, and I think I'm in. I'm sort of in the minority here. But I actually thought when he, when he was reacting to when like the, the prosecuting attorney was like ruthless on him, ruthless. Like when he wouldn't get an answer from a certain question, he would be like, look, I'm not letting this go. I know you're crying. Why are you crying now? Like you're going to answer the question. And I thought like Oscar throughout the trial, like he seemed like really distraught and really apathetic. And I actually, he came across as genuine to me, but most people thought he was being dramatic. Um, and then there was a, uh, a psychologist, sorry, my NVIDIA keeps popping up. Um, my, uh, he, I guess they had a psychologist that was probably on the defense's side based on what they said, but he, they said that uh, Oscar has generalized anxiety, so they think that he was more apt to react to an intruder with hostile force than he would be to flee, like maybe a typical person would be. So they're saying that was a factor. And they, they also said that Oscar sort of, he's very remorseful for what he did and he feels guilt, but like they're saying that like his generalized anxiety contributed to like what he did without thinking kind of thing. Um, hearing like the story of like his, uh, his defense of what happened. Um, honestly, like it doesn't make much sense to me just on the basis of 
One, he didn't announce himself, obviously, because if he does, he would have realized that it was his girlfriend at the time. Or, sorry, were they married? Girlfriend? No, they were boyfriend-girlfriend. Boyfriend-girlfriend. Okay, cool. And also, the whole, like, excuse of, I didn't know she was in my bed. If there is an, like, if this were to happen to me, and let's say, like, I am living with a, a guy... And like, You're I'm, gonna say I'm exactly what I was gonna say. If I if I notice that I hear something in the house, and I'm thinking it could be like an intruder or somebody trying to rob my house, the first thing I'm gonna do is look next to me and make sure that it's not her. Yes. Oh, sorry. And him. you're gonna and you and you're gonna and you're gonna say, stay here. I think there's someone in the house. Yes. I'm gonna go see. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. And like, I think that's the biggest thing that goes against them. It, it it just doesn't like make any logical sense for that to happen. And the whole thing, like. I mean, I haven't seen the trial footage, but like, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll watch it after. But I mean, I obviously can't like react to it um, as like we're filming because uh, like we're filming right now and I haven't seen it. But I don't know. Like, I think I don't know. It's just such like an unbelievable story. I just feel like any tears related to it, I would not buy because it's just like, I don't know. I've just I've never heard a, a story like that as like a defense for killing somebody. Like if even if I'm like living alone let's say, and I hear something, I'm probably going to like announce myself or like if, cause I, if I know that there's like a, a door between us, so like they have to react and like open the door, then I'm going to like get behind some sort of cover so that if they do shoot, if they do have a weapon on them, or if they do come out of the door, I have enough time to react so I can announce myself, see who it is and then react accordingly. But I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm the type of person to like either do that or if I'm the type of person to call the cops and like run out of my house just so I don't get harmed. But yeah, if yeah. but if I'm with like uh my boyfriend or my husband or whatever and this happens like the first thing that I'm going to do is be, is I well cuz like I'm a pussy so I'm going to wake him up but if he's oh, not there I'm going to be like oh crap that's probably <laughs> Yeah me too I'm going to wake her up and I'm going to be like so look I'm getting behind you you deal with this So look and then she, and then she's going to be like but I don't want to do that either and you're going to be like okay let's go grab Frank <laughs> 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 but um, um but yeah, yeah I no just, i agree i agree i think uh, that that's just such like a, a just i don't know that's just like a prevalent point against him that is really yeah. hard to overlook because i mean it's not even just like the one thing that, that like you messed up on it's like the second thing too that you didn't announce yourself or like even like call for help or like, i don't know that it just doesn't make any sense was there so I'm assuming that at this trial they pot up the poss or they pot up Jesus Christ they they brought up the possibility of um, them arguing. Did they have any like receipts with that? Like any text messages? So any so friends they went, that testified? They went through their entire sort of they went through their entire like text messaging history. They had a very toxic relationship, like very toxic. But like there, but then so there's that like there was there was there was toxic communication. But then like there's. They've also pulled up like video footage of them in like grocery stores and this and that. And they're like, it seemed like they had like a really Jekyll and Hyde relationship where mm -hmm. like they it would be really, really toxic. And then they'd be in public. And like there was this one that I remember seeing and it was them sh grocery shopping and they were like being like really affectionate. And this is when no one's around to perceive them, too. So, that you know, it's genuine. Um, so, yeah, I think they they had they had reason to believe that they they fought a lot. And it's also just like, where was his gun in relation to all this? Was it hidden? Was it under his, his bed? Under his bed. Which yeah. side? Because like, I I, I, I guarantee I, you, they've they've asked him like a play by play on like which side of the bed he was laying on versus yes. which side yes. she was, and then which side like the gun was closer to. Because if if he's gonna ha go ha like if he's gonna have to go over her to get it, 
or like somewhere to where he's he knows that she is or is not in the bed don't that's gonna be against him don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure it was under his pillow oh that's weird I, that, that's actually a common place that people that keep their gun that keep keep their gun and i want to mention this too because south africa has one of the highest crime rates in the world and he lived in a gated community so like when like they're like where we live right like a like a home invasion is less likely than a place like that right so that's a factor too yeah yeah i i don't know like re- like first reading about this it was just like a really and then he did like a cover for time which like that cover is fucking weird like it's 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 a it's a picture of him with both his like prosthetic legs on and then it says man superman gunman and then so this was after the 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 trial um so this was 11th or sorry this is march 11th 2013 so i'm pretty sure that the trial was after that but i don't know if they had announced what he was a gun enthusiast he was a gun enthusiast and they actually when he was when he was um found guilty of culpable homicide he was actually found guilty for discharging a firearm in public for like a prior event he shot he shot a gun in a restaurant under the table okay so it said um i guess this was his psychological assessment it Mm -hmm. says pistorius was also assessed by clinical psychologist jonathan schultz on the 2nd of july uh this was 2000 i I don't know when this was actually sorry defense lawyer uh rue read excerpts from his reports which stated Mr. Mr. Pistorius, Jesus Christ, I hate his name, has been severely traumatized by the events that took place on February 14th, 2013. This was Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was. It was. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. Isn't that like... That's fucked up. That's even more fucked up. That's a fucked up dichotomy, man. That's even more fucked up. That does not look good. What the fuck? Um, I watched uh, this ESPN 30 for 30 documentary on like the him and the whole case, like probably about a year ago. And mm-hmm. I remember like the thing that they alluded to a lot was like, so think, think about it. So like when he, 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 he had his, uh, his, his legs amputated when he was very young. So he's been fight. He had been, they, they, they talk about like the development of his psychological profile. Like, so he was fighting against that his whole life. Okay. And then they told him he couldn't be an athlete. So he was proving that he could. And then they told him he couldn't compete in the Olympics and he was fighting to prove that he could. Um, and he had like almost like the superiority complex almost um, because of like all the things that he overcame and was told that he couldn't do. Um, like I, I remember when one of the big things for him when he was fighting to compete in the able-bodied Olympics, they were the, the IOC, the Olympic committee, they commissioned a study to try to determine whether or not he had an advantage over able-bodied runners. And this one study, which ended up, uh, they banned him from this study. They said he can't, he couldn't compete, was showing that, like, so they 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 showed that his the input of energy he put into running gets a greater output than able-bodied people because of these blades and how they retain energy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think that all played played into it a little bit but i do agree with you that on the surface of it it seems like his defense is invalid and doesn't make a lot of sense but it like it is i guess hypothetically possible and when the judge gave him uh charged him with culpable homicide she just matter of factly stated that the prosecution didn't 
didn't uh, portray uh, murder in in adequate sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the but but when he was when the appeal or when they overturned it, the judge said that the judge kind of blasted the previous judge. He said that the previous judge showed an unbelievable amount of of leniency. Huh. I wonder what you think about this Kyle Rittenhouse judge. Well, and that's what I, and that's, I was actually going to say that too, is when I was saying that he was genuine, maybe I'm just comparing it to Kyle Rittenhouse on the stand. Um, true. True. So. Like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, you brought up how the, uh, the prosecution was very uh, aggressive. So aggressive. And so it says here, um, prosecutor Jerry Nell, known as a bull terrier for his aggressive interrogations, claimed Pistorius hadn't shown any remorse and accused Pistorius of, quote, getting emotional in court because you're frustrated with, or sorry, because uh, you're getting frustrated with, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Oh, because you're getting frustrated because your version of events is improbable, end quote. Yeah. So there, there was there was one point where, um where he was telling him like he was trying to get at like his intent like he was saying so did you fire at did you fire at the intruder or did you fire at the door like were you aiming at the door were you aiming at the intruder and then i forget what his answer was but he's like okay so let me get this straight you're chain you're basically changing your defense because this is what you said initially and now this is what you're saying and then pistorius was like i don't know the law like I'm just telling you, like, I wasn't thinking at the time I was afraid. And like, oh, this guy was like, and then Pistorius started to cry. And he's like, why are you crying now? Like, why are you like, it was, it was pretty brutal. And then there was one point in the trial where he was like, he was like, I want you to look at these photos of Riva, like, look at her. And he's like bawling. And he's like, I don't need to look at them. She, she, I, I saw them. My hands were on her head when, when she was dying. He's like, it was, it was pretty brutal. So did they, I'm Jesus Christ. I'm assuming they did an autopsy on her. I'm sure they did. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Oh, okay, I was gonna see. Did but they actually, find out I d- like how I do many know, uh, bullets? I do know where the bullets hit. Yes. So one hit her in the. So the last one hit her in the head. One hit her in the in the hip, and then I think one hit her in the back. All three connected. I think so. And he was behind a door. Yeah. Is this de- bull? Bullshit. You know the probability of that happening? That is so Maybe he fired more than three times, but three hit her for sure. I know that for sure. Hip, back, and head. If he fired only three times and all of them hit, I call so much bullshit that he fired behind a fucking door and he didn't know that that was her. Yeah, but the the forensics would would determine if it was through. That's easy to determine whether it was through the door or not. Well, then then he wouldn't have a case. Oh, you know what's interesting too? Is they, they fudged up the murder weapon too, eh? Oh, like the pistol? Yeah. So they, did they what did they say it was a different pistol and then they, they found out the rounds no, were from a different one? One of the investigators handled it without gloves. <gasps> oh, bitch. Yeah. So the one of the one of the detectives said, like, he goes, I was on scene and there was one of the guys that was holding the gun. And then he goes, he all of a sudden his face went white and he looked at me and I he said, I said to him, what? And he's like, I'm not wearing gloves. Like, what the fuck? Good Lord. How the fuck do you make that mistake? That's like one of the most important things that, when that, handling props at a fucking crime scene, not props. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm but, sure he got fired for that. Oh, 100%. He, he or she. They. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like. So, yeah, I'm reading like the reactions and it said. Uh, 
According to media monitoring company ROI Africa, the majority of social media comments during the delivery of the verdict were critical of uh, Masipa after it became evident that Pistorius would not be found guilty of murder. Um, Masipa, who was given police protection, wow, someone got weird. I've never seen that before. Um, from the beginning of the trial, was subjected subjected to threats and personal attacks by people who disagreed with the verdict. Police protection. Wow. That's like the first time I've ever reading that. Oh my goodness. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the whole like reopening or like updated uh, case? I don't think he's going to get parole. What do you think? Um, I honestly really don't know. I uh, I think that it's only been like half of his sentence and he'll be up. I'm assuming he'll be up again in like two years or whatever. Yeah. I think that's probably more of a realistic I mean, that was his planned, like, year of parole was 2023, from what I'm yeah. reading. Yeah, I think that uh, it's probably unlikely. Um, yeah, like, you know what's interesting, and this is a bit of a sidebar, but when I was when I was looking up stuff for this, I came across, like, the... I was looking at a bunch of different trials because they were coming up. Like, I looked at the, the... I was watching when the judge read out the verdict for the Larry Nasser case, mm -hmm. like, the gymnast doctor. Yeah. Um, he... So... She, she was such a good judge, first of all, but she was like, she read this like 14 minute statement out where she's like, when I determine my sentence, I'm there's three factors I'm supposed to take in and it's uh, that it inhibits, it inhibits other people from doing the same thing, that it punishes you for what you did, and also includes your likelihood for rehabilitation. And she says, basically, like, that I don't think you're ever going to be rehabilitated. Um, I need to set an example and I need to punish you. So she's like, if I gave you a life sentence, you would be eligible for parole at some point. So she's like, if I give you a number of years, you have to first serve those years before, before you're eligible for parole. So she gave him like, I think she gave him like a hundred years or some shit. So like, she like made sure like he's never getting out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was, that's an interesting way to do it, but I like it. Yeah, I remember um, I was watching something recently on uh, Nicholas Cruz, who was the Parkland school shooter. Yeah. And uh, he, I, I can't remember really what it was, if it was like full sentencing or whatever, but there was a female judge for that one. And she was kind of going over everything. And she was like, um, like, do you have anxiety or like depression that will like distract you from whatever's going on in this room? He was like, no. And uh, she's like, have you gotten anxiety ever since like the beginning of what happened? And then he was like, yes. And then she was like, OK, that's normal, given the circumstances, basically, given the fact that you killed however many fucking kids. And I was just like, bitch. But like, oh, my God, that kid. I I really encourage you to watch the JCS video on that kid. Is that the one the hour long one? Yeah. Yeah. But did um, you watch the whole thing? Mm -hmm. I've watched that thing probably like five times. Like I've so, watched it mo many times more, but I've watched it start to finish probably about five so times. What is it like? Is it chilling? Like what's the. So, um, I mean, I don't really I'm, I'm sure some people find it chilling just on the basis that it's like based on real life. And like this is something that actually happened. And, and mm -hmm. obviously the Parkland school shooting was maybe the most infamous school shooting in the States, maybe even in the world. I think it was Columbine. Um, but wait, was Columbine. Was that a school or a church? Uh, it was a school in Colorado. That was like really like one. Which of the... one was the church? Not sure. Was that the one? Was that the mosque? You talking about the mosque? That one? 
Um, no. No. I mean, honestly, it's sad, but it's so hard to keep up with the mass shootings now. But but the reason why Columbine was like a big one was that's big when it was way less common, right? Like way less common. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This was like nineteen ninety nine was Columbine, yeah. and like fifteen people died. But um, but yeah, like the so basically the video was just kind of like a rundown of what happened. They have video footage of um once they caught Cruz, he tried to play the the video is entitled "What Pretending to Be Crazy Looks Like." Because he wanted to, he didn't want capital punishment, and you can't be you can't be sentenced to capital punishment if you're found mentally insane. Um, and if you're found mentally insane, you're sentenced not to like a jail. You're sentenced to like, and either like an asylum or uh, like a what's the facilities that house? I can't think of the word for them. Like a, like like a facility for the criminally insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that that yeah, but um. But yeah, that. Uh, so I guess is, he just he wanted to. Sorry, is insane a PC term anymore? I'm probably not, right? I don't think so. Criminally insane think... is a is a thing. Okay. Anyways, go on. But um, but yeah, there was 17 in the Parkland school shooting. There were 17 deaths, and this is like a thing from a month ago. It says Parkland shooter pleads guilty to 17 counts of murder, which is not a surprise. Um, but yeah, they have footage of him like leaving, trying to blend in with the crowd because he was pretty young. He he's now twenty three. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at the time this was twenty eighteen. He was nineteen. So how did they catch him? Um, they uh off of uh what's it called reports of what he was wearing and like like his size and like whatever, and then they finally caught him. So like after he had killed many people he had left and he went to a i think it was a mcdonald's that was nearby and he sat down next to one of the victim's siblings i think i mentioned this before in uh, in a previous episode but um that was enough time for him to like do that kind of shit and then they caught him um not too long after and then it's basically the rundown of him talking to i can't really remember what the the title of this person was but it was just like uh, talking about the events that happened. Um, he was trying to play up the fact that he was crazy and like he was seeing or sorry, hearing voices and they were telling him to like kill. And then, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good video. I mean, they have a lot of good videos on the channel. Um, but yeah, I really encourage anyone listening to watch that video. That video was I, I don't really because like I'm very into true crime, so I don't really get easily like um, uncomfortable or like get chills from watching those types of videos it takes a little bit for for me to actually feel uncomfortable but I'm, um i'm just looking it up uh but i think that video has like over a million views for like an hour long video oh it has so many that video probably has like 40 million now i'm assuming sorry i'm okay good jcs nick Cruz. 52 million yeah because the last time i checked it had around 40 million but yeah that's, it has... in, that's insane Oh, they have a video of a visit that he got from his brother. That's on Global News. Like, re like recent? No, from three years ago. Mm. Um, it was when they were doing the questioning on him, which would have been probably day of. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just... Gee, like, what goes through somebody's fucking head to, to do that? Like to act crazy or to do the shooting? To do the shooting. I mean both, but like to do the well, shooting. We've talked about this off camera and I and I defer a lot to my boy Jordan Peterson, but I think it's nihilism. A, a descendant in nihilism. It's just like 
yeah it's a it's a combination of things oh well yeah definitely but yeah he brought up in the in like the courtroom that uh he only completed up to grade 11 i guess he was a grade 12 dropout and jesus um he had talked about like experiencing like a severe amount of bullying throughout uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his schooling which obviously isn't uncommon is that's not an uncommon motive at all in school shootings but um yeah that yeah that video was i mean it's it's kind of the uh the jcs channel they do a lot of this kind of stuff with different cases um i guess they do it with like different like uh what's it called i wouldn't say like viral but like high priority cases i guess you can say um yeah i mean i encourage anyone to go and watch the videos i feel like they're uh, but, they're also extremely like informative. They give you like a rundown of uh, of what happened during the days or like leading up to. Uh, obviously, accounts from the victims and Nick Cruz, who was the shooter in this case. But yeah, I think a lot of like the the common knee jerk reaction is um, to blame. Like whenever something like this happens, is to blame like certain aspects of the media or certain bands or artists or certain video games or tv shows um to a lesser extent gun laws which i think is probably the most valid out of any of them but uh i think it's like it's like it's like i said it's it's nihilistic and it's also like it's like it's um sort of like giving up in a greater sense of not even like i don't want to live anymore it's but it's i want to cause the most amount of pain on my way out do you think like, how big of a role do you think upbringing and childhood plays into it? Like, with your family? Well, I mean, I think that... I mean, like, and I think that's a really common debate of, like, nature versus nurture in terms of, like, what a person's disposition ends up being. Yeah. I think that they're both factors, but I personally think that nature is less... Or nurture is less of a factor than nature, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can, like you can have certain views that your parents might believe at growing up, or you can have certain experiences, but you can overcome those. I can show you like, and you can probably think of a lot of examples of that happening. I think that a, that a, that a kid needs a certain amount of guidance and a certain amount of approval from their parents to feel psychologically. Okay. But I think that, uh, so yeah, I think upbringing plays a role. Yeah. Short answer. Yeah, I would agree. But uh, yeah, you mentioned before the fact that you think that the uh, the most valid reason would be like gun laws and like unstable gun laws. I mean, especially in the states, which the most valid of the main ones that people that go pe- to right yeah, after that, right after and that. especially like yeah. that are brought up in court as like potential uh, potential motives. But yeah. Um, yeah. it's funny that you mentioned that. So uh, I haven't looked up the numbers specifically, but. I've seen numbers on like years prior about mass shootings in the U S and it's a lot. Like it's like basically one every day for the year, yeah. maybe even more. And yeah. so I remember I was in Vegas visiting some friends and uh, we got into this conversation cause uh, I guess we were just like joking around. We were like, Oh, you know, like what do you think is a better country? Like the, like Canada or the U S I'm just like, well, Canada. And if you're going out, there's so many factors that put Canada above the U S I was like, <laughs> I was like, 
it's just like a, a safer place to live, a better education system. Like there's just, there's so many things that put it above. And then um, the guy was like, well, why do you think it's a safer place to live? And then I listed a bunch of different things that go along with it. And I was like, also y'all have like mass shootings once every fucking day, if not more. And then um, his basic argument and word for word, I'm literally quoting him, was the reason that the states have so much mass shootings is because they're targeted more than Canada. And I said, okay, first of all, this isn't more than Canada. This is more than any other place in the world. Tar Second of all... What do they my, mean by targeted? Exactly. I was like, what do you mean by targeted? Like targeted by other Americans? That doesn't make any sense at all. It's not like people are flying in overseas to shoot people like majority of mass shootings in can or sorry in Canada in in the states are done by American citizens. So I don't know why this argument of like being targeted and then he couldn't think of anything. He literally could not think of anything. And I was it's funny. I was like I know exactly why you motherfucking think that and it's because all you watch is Steven Crowder and fucking Ben Shapiro. That's the only reason you think that. You've never done any like detailed unbiased research on your own because if you had you would have realized how much like how much of a problem the states have but you don't and uh and then he also brought up the fact sorry he also brought up the fact that um oh the states have like 10 times the population as canada i was like that's fantastic you can look at crime rates per capita and the states exceed canada by a shit ton like yeah. there's no comparison more than 10 times yeah, yeah. uh but sorry I go ahead but I, I, um, I think like I remember uh, last year when the pandemic started, it was either March or April where I saw this thing on social media where it was like this April and March was the first month in U.S. history since like whatever year that there hasn't been a mass shooting. And it was because mm -hmm. like the economy had closed down and no one was going anywhere. Right. Um, so that was that was in, that was interesting. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm. Uh, it's obviously information that is probably going to be right here, so I'm gonna look it up right now. What are you looking at? Uh, mass shootings in United States 2021. So I'll, already, I can see 437 deaths. Um, I'm trying. I think to... they, I think they define a mass shooting as four or more deaths. Uh, I don't think so. No. I think they define it by how many people are injured. Okay, maybe four or more. I think mass I remember, murder. Mass murder is. I remember it being four, like maybe four or more people. Yeah, shot. I think it is that because a lot of these, like, I don't see anything less than four. Okay. Holy fuck. There are so many. Like, okay, I will count how many there have been in November. Okay. As so, there's. Okay. What's okay? What, what first of all, what do you think? Oh, I just count. Okay, wait. I just counted November, so I will say November, and then we'll do what we think for October. Okay. So there's been 19 already in November. Okay. And it's November 17th right now. The last one reported was the 15th, which was in New York, and it uh, four injured, no deaths. But uh, it says four men were shot outside of a bo bodega in Harlem. What is a bodega? Is that just like a like a small business? Oh yeah, is a it's a convenience store. Okay, cool. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, that sounds really. Familiar. So October, I'm going to say 35. 35. Um, I'm going to go 41. I hate the fact that this is like a guessing game. This is actually very sad that this is like... So, wow, there's five already for October 31st. Holy shit. 
11 for the last two days of the month. Okay, you're gonna, it's going to be way higher. Okay, so we're at October 15th. There's 37. Jesus Christ. It's going to be like 70. Holy fuck. Okay, this is I I literally just skimmed through and I'm like going off of 5, so it's it's either it's either 63, 64, or 65 in one month. Holy fuck. That's 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 I'm actually shocked by that. I am Like that's four people injured or dead. Mm -hmm. or more mm -hmm. what even i'm shocked by that and i knew that there were so many yeah same holy shit i'm just jesus okay so it says um as of october 2021 so this is last month i don't know if this is like the end of october or the beginning but it says 470 of which 240 resulted in zero deaths fit the mass shooting tracker projection or sorry project criterion uh leaving 482 people dead and almost 2000 people injured for mm -hmm. a total of uh just a bit lower than 2500 total victim victims some including the shooters hmm. holy shit that is yeah i'm at holy fuck that's actually insane i, I did not think it would be that high yeah, the U.S. is fucked. I just, yeah. Um, Jesus. On yeah, I don't know how much of it, like, I don't know what kind of reaction to have to that. That's crazy. Like, that is, I would, yeah, that's also another reason why I, I don't think I would feel fully safe in the States if I ever, because, like, I really, I did, there was a time. Uh, I thought you said you wanted to move there. there. I was about to say, there was a time that I wanted to move to um, Vegas. You don't anymore? No. You only talk. You I mean, only mentioned you mentioned you wanted to do this only like three months ago. No, God, more, God, no, way more than that. No. Mm -hmm. Remember, we were talking about this, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just like move somewhere else here? And you're like, yeah, no, that was that I... was more than three months ago. Anyways, it was probably yeah. around like I'd say five or six months, but um, I did want to because I was like, because I had been in Vegas before, obviously, as I have mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago, or well, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes ago, um, and like I can sincerely say that it was like the best time of my life. I was obviously, so I spent time in Vegas with uh, my best friends at the time who I do not talk to anymore. They are both pieces of fucking garbage, but uh, I was very happy and I knew that even if I didn't have them in my life, I could still make a living for myself and I could still do the things that I love and enjoy and like, I don't know, there's something satisfying to me about like starting like a life in like a new place. You know what I mean? Like just like moving and kind of really like starting over and just like building a life for yourself, even though you're already a certain age. But I think I'm still on board with doing that. I just don't know if I'd want to do that in the States. Sincerely. I don't know. Maybe I, I maybe there is a place that I might want to. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'll be one of those like uh, leftists that moves to Texas just to turn them blue. 
And then once I've done my job, I'm like, all right, time to go to another That's red happening state. a lot, hey? Oh, yeah, with Californians. Yeah, a lot. Like, Texas is such, like, a wish-washy state now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how their uh, voting practices turn out for the next election. Yeah. But uh, should we should we move on to our second yeah, topic? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll lay this one out too. Okay. <laughs> um, oh yeah, because so yeah, I have a question for it after you lay it out. Okay. So yeah, I saw I saw on a, a news ticker the other day um, that uh, inflation rates, and I thought it was Canada, but it wasn't Canada, had hit a thirty year high in the month of August. <laughs> Do you want to know funny? What? So. Um, uh, this isn't about the inflation. This is, I thought we were moving on to our third topic. So I'm like, oh yeah. So my question that I have is about the third topic. So just ignore oh. the fact that I have a question. I'll ask it once. We okay. Move on to we're going to get topic. to that today. Though. We're going to get to <laughs> Yes, that. we will. hundred percent. Okay. So yeah. So basically into high inflation rates. So I found that, so in Canada, so for us, inflation hit 4.4% in September of 2020, which is the highest since 2003. So for the states, I couldn't find like a super reliable inflation number, but their consumer price index, which measures sort of like common consumer goods like food and fuel, hit 6.2% in October 2021, which is their highest in 30 years. Um, so there's a number of theories on like why this is. Um, I watched an interview with Larry Summers, who was on uh, CNN uh, a little while ago, and he says that he believes that the the Democrat economic stimulus at the beginning of COVID actually, yeah, I guess it would have. I think it would have been a Democrat bill. Maybe it was bipartisan. Here? No, in the states. In the oh, states. wait, are we talking about here or the states? Uh, we're talking about both because they're both like hitting highs. They're no, I know, but like... that six point two percent is not a can is not a Canadian that's, statistic. That, that's an American statistic. Are you sure? Yeah, I just said that. Were you not listening? No, I know, but like I'm reading an article on Canadian statistics and it has 6.2%, unless it's well, just a. Well, that's what I found, anyways. Okay. But, anyways, so yeah, so Larry Summers believes that it was the economic stimulus bill at the beginning of the pandemic that caused this. He's saying that basically they released 15% of their com con country's GDP, like all in the spring of 2020. And uh, basically that, like, I'm not obviously not an economist, so I don't know like exactly how that works. But so that's a theory. Another theory is that we've shut that we shut down the economy at the beginning of the pandemic. And now the economy is opening back up again, has created an increased demand, which is bringing inflation back up, which was what the governments are saying. They're saying that the market will correct itself. It might take up to two years. But basically, like what, what Larry Summers said is he says that the Democrats said that at this point, of this year we would be around like two percent inflation and it's three times that so that already shows that it's kind of like out of their wheelhouse um i'm 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 a bit confused on the point of the uh the stimulus checks that were sent out because i know what you're talking about you're talking about like the uh the kind of the first major thing that was signed once uh biden took office so, but yes, there was also it, checks sent out by donald trump literally okay, signed not, by donald trump i'm i'm not even talking about the stimulus checks to citizens i'm talking about like the whole bill like the economic boost to the economy also because it was a 15 i think it was a 15 trillion dollar deal or some shit the bill um, the bill i don't think it was that high okay hold on let me look i think it was only like 
It was something trillion. Oh, it was. Yeah, but I don't think it was 15. USA. Because that was the one, what was it, like $1,200 checks that were sent out? Was it that one? Or was it 1400 yeah. I'm, oh no, that was the, the, that one. So 1.9 trillion this year. Oh, that was um, yeah. That isn't that like the infrastructure bill or whatever. Yeah, but that's not the one I'm looking for. I'm looking for the one in 2020. Okay, it was called the CARES Act, I believe. 2.2 trillion. Wait, yeah, the I'm CARES not... Act. I don't think. No, I'm pretty sure the CARES Act was passed under Trump. It was passed under Trump. Okay. Yeah. So that that must not be the one either. No. Because I remember. Um, I remember the CARES Act. Because that was the act in which all the checks that were sent out were signed by Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah, I give up. But anyways. Well, you can... <laughs> I, I, I know... Uh... Yeah, because of course, <laughs> it's so annoying how like all like the... Um, what's it called? All the recent... Oh. I think it's this. The American Rescue Plan. Okay. What's the, what's the value? What was the, the date and what's the value? So, blah, 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 blah. so signed into law by President Joe Biden on March 11, 2021. Okay. And Wait, it was... no, 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 that, no, no, no. That's the, I think that's the one that I just looked at. The first one I found. I want, I'm looking for 2020. Joe Biden wasn't in office in 2020. Well, whatever. The economic bill that, that Trump passed. Well, then that, that is an accredited source, then. That, if, it, if you're saying 2020, Joe Biden wasn't in office until January okay, well, 2021. Well, maybe I got that wrong, but you're getting away from the point. I'm not, though, because your point you just made was by a guy who says that it's the Democrats' fault and just used, if you're saying this correctly, just used but, okay, two 2020 statistics be, when Biden wasn't even in office. I may not be saying office. it correctly, but Larry Summers was, you got to remember, he's a Democrat, right? He was Bill Clinton's treasurer mm -hmm. secretary. Um, and also, so I mean, not... you did say that there was a fifteen trillion dollar bill. That's why I was like, that. Yeah, well, passed. whatever. It was in the. Tr Maybe I'm just mixing it up with fifteen percent of GDP. But and anyway, also, stop, also, stop stimulus. trying to look me bad. I'm not stop, trying, stop trying to, to look make you... me look bad. I, you do that yourself. I just pointed out. Yeah. Um, I also, you said the uh, there was something regarding stimulus checks, and to my knowledge, the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan uh, are the only two acts in the middle of a pandemic that kind of gave out stimulus checks. So the CARES Act was passed under Trump, and you said that was what two point two trillion dollars. Yeah. And so the American Rescue Plan was right here one point nine trillion. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure this is the one because I remember when this was passed. This was passed literally. I think it was like, uh, fifty. Yeah, it says the Senate was fifty to forty nine. One must have abstained, and then it was passed uh, by like Kamala. She was the the tiebreaker vote, and uh, yeah, signed into law on March eleventh. So, anyways, uh, the. The uh, so basically, Larry Summers is saying that it's not like gonna the market's not gonna correct itself, and some sort of drastic measure is needed. Yeah. Um. So the 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 most common one that the that both governments can do is they can raise the interest rate. But um, and this is this is in the states when I'm when I'm talking about what I'm going to say next is they they haven't reached what they deem full employment yet. And raising the interest rates is going to hinder that. So they're, mm -hmm. they're, wait, they're trying to wait uh, in doing that. But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of scary. That's that's really high. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't really know why they gave like an estimate that by now it would be at 2%. I even feel like that is like such like a, like, well, what's the word that I'm thinking of? I'm literally such taking an overshot. Like that's I'm literally just, taking Larry Summers' word for that. And I know that's what he said. I mean, so, it sounds believable. Yeah, yeah. Even though his other stuff. 
but um, also I mean, have that you ever seen believable. have you ever seen the social network i actually wanted to bring this up the this, movie oh oh the movie um i've seen it i don't i have never watched it start to finish but i've okay. seen parts of it and i've heard people talk a lot about it so there's this one scene where like the uh they so at the time in, of the movie larry summers was uh uh i think he was like uh head of harvard okay and they have a meeting with him to like try to tell him that Mark Zuckerberg has these, these two twins that he's stolen their idea for Facebook. And in the movie, it's so funny. They make him seem like such a dick. And then when it, when I was watching the interview, they're like, Larry Summers, the former, I'm like, oh shit, that's the guy from the social network. So I like looked it up. It was hilarious. I love that. Um, you did bring up the, the fact that one of the arguments, uh, especially given by like government officials is that with the economy reopening, um, the inflation rates are going to be a bit higher just because of like supply and demand issues. You have more people um, out and about doing what is it like grocery shopping, getting gas. Like, so those, those prices are going to rise because obviously it's best for a business. If you have more traffic to make as much money as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, That's normal with anything. I think I mentioned this on another uh, podcast episode, but a lot of times people use that as like a talking point and it doesn't make any sense at all because like that's just, and I've said this before, that's basic economics. That's just supply and demand. Like if you have more traffic, you're going to increase prices, obviously not by a lot, but there are going to be price increases. Like for example, I'm reading this here. Let's see. Uh, With that, gasoline was a major factor as prices at the pump have risen by 41.7% since October of last year, Um, which is very weird because I remember prices last year being like 160 here and they're still 160. Well, do you remember remember last March and April how low they got? Oh yeah, that's true. They got to like one thirty like, or like one one twenty. No, no, I think they got lower than that. Oh, not from where? Not in Langley. Hmm. I've never seen it go below like one twenty five in the past like year and a half, or even during the pandemic. I also found that they said so. A Canada statistic is they found that like the the cost of food this year is that on average the the average Canadian will pay seven hundred dollars more for groceries this year than they did previously Mm -hmm. which is that's a big deal oh that's a huge deal that's Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. um yeah i I mean like i know uh gas prices are are well like from what i've seen compared to here uh significantly less in like abbotsford which obviously i can't go there now because woo um yay flooding yay woo um but i remember there was a there was like a petro uh by like the university that i went to and Ooh, bitch. They always had such cheap gas prices. Always. It was always like 99 cents. I was like... <laughs> but I know that it's probably not even like that right now. But do you remember when uh, gas prices increased and then they asked John Horgan, who, for those of you who don't know, he's BC's premier. Um, His cancer, hey? He does? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I did Joe hear Horgan. about that. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Um, but he was asked about... Uh, rising gas prices and he said yeah like this will kind of dwindle down and, and affect uh, people in the future creating like a better uh, um, what the hell did he describe it as he basically said that it's going to help future generations with other costs so it'll be cheaper for them if gas prices are higher now which I was like hmm like, at first I, like at first I was like hey that really doesn't make any sense and then, like two years later I'm like yeah no that really doesn't make any sense because <laughs> it's like one aspect of life that like you're significantly increasing the price of it doesn't really make much sense. And like, he didn't even describe it properly, like how it's going to affect future generations. That also doesn't sound realistic. It doesn't seem like it has like a butterfly effect. Hey, 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 butterfly effect. How you doing? But it doesn't seem like it has it. I don't know. 
Maybe it, it weirdly does in some form, but from what I've seen, and I don't, I'm also pissed because I drive a car and I don't like paying motherfucking more gas. Even though my yeah. Honda is now really, really good on gas. And I, I literally haven't had to fill my tank. Well, okay, I filled my tank last week, but I didn't in two weeks prior. This is like a lot of time. Well, I've already decided that like this is going to be my last gas-powered vehicle, so. You're going to switch to like uh, electric? Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%, yeah. Are you going to do like a Tesla or like? You think I can fucking afford a Tesla? Well, what are cheap electric vehicles? Are you going to ride in a fucking scooter? Maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like I like my VW, and they're going completely electric, so I might just get a VW. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I just got my Honda, like, what, almost two years ago now, and I still mm -hmm. have it for another four years. And I'm probably, if it's still, like, a good car in four years, I'm probably still going to keep it for a bit. But um, Oh, yeah. When you buy a new car, it's, it makes the most sense to drive it to the ground. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, technically, mine wasn't like new new. It had like 40,000 kilometers in it, but that's still really mm -hmm. fucking low. Yeah, that is low. That is low. And so it's 2018. Some, did somebody trade it in or was it like a demo? Um, I don't actually know. We kind of just like. Um, so I you're remember, an unin uninformed consumer. I'm just that's uninformed. <laughs> we like pulled into the, the Honda dealership and it was the first car that I saw. And I was like, I like asked the guy, I was like, is this automatic? And he's like, yeah, this is a 2018 automatic uh, Civic Touring. And I was just like, okay. I was like, can I, can I get that? Like, how much is this? And he told me how much it was. And I was like, okay, I kind of like, I was like, can we test drive it? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And then they gave me like a, a payment plan, interest rates, all that, whatever. And I was like, cool, I want to get it. And then I got it. And then they were like, yeah, so like insurance is going to be $500. I was like, okay, wait, hold on, what? And they were like, don't worry. If you sign like somebody to it, it'll only be like $350. But now with like the rebates coming from ICBC, it's now only like $250 something, I think now. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know if they traded it in. I would assume so. Because I wouldn't think i wouldn't know of like another reason why because especially since like it's a 2018 that's a lot of kilometers it had for 2018 too i bought it in like yeah i bought it in 2019 at the end of the year and of course you can buy uh 2018 vehicles in 2017 but like that's a lot of kilometers even for like two years it's a lot um I think this is kind of related to our topic, but do you think that like, so people are starting to panic by food again now, hey? Oh, I mean, like, I mean, now I have you seen like snap like videos of like what grocery stores are looking like now? Yeah. But I mean, this makes sense because like we have a huge flooding issue in BC. And so like, what was the uh, the state of, or not, well, I guess it's like a state of emergency for uh, the Abbotsford area. Abbotsford. Was it Sumas? Sumas Prairie was evacuated. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Evacuated, but yeah, they 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 stated like a state of emergency, and then I For looked Abbotsford, on yeah. yeah, I looked on uh, I looked on my Snapchat, and they have like a little like collection of snaps for the Abbotsford area. So I clicked it, and it's like multiple grocery stores, and it's like the lineup for grocery stores, mm -hmm. and it's like holy shit, like what the fuck? I don't think I've ever seen this in my life, like well, especially like a, but... a domino effect for one year between but... like the heat waves, the fires. The flooding, the storms, the tornado, the tornado. But do you remember um, when COVID started, when like right before our complete lockdown? Oh, yeah. I Sorry. I mean, like in terms of like weather. Okay. In terms of weather. But, but yeah, like, no, I remember like, COVID. Remember like, toilet unless, paper. <laughs> but not even just toilet paper. When you, when you, you had to be at the grocery store when it opened or you couldn't buy meat. Mm -hmm. Like the, the meat was empty and the, the non-perishable was empty. 
Maybe they, they were just trying to like test out veganism. Maybe. <laughs> no, but this was their plan. They were like, it's COVID. <laughs> with the non-perishable food, it wasn't even that they were running out. It's that the grocery store clerks couldn't keep up with stocking the shelves. Yeah. I remember then, then they had started putting item limits on stuff. Like where it's like, you can only buy a dozen eggs at a time. Like, yeah, it was like, so I think. Uh, or like one, they you can only buy like one uh, thing of toilet paper. Like one yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or pack or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I remember that. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that people are people are starting to panic by like it might even be it might even be worse than when COVID started. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, for here for sure, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. But um, so let's say where we live had a similar issue for where it was just like we're basically surrounded with water and people were stockpiling and everyone was worried would you do the same well i think that economically speaking if you don't do the same then you're worse off right because like if you think about it like if you think about it like and this applies to a lot of economic principles so like if if you so if you don't panic buy because you think that it makes everybody's situation worse you're correct but if you're the only one doing that you're worse off than everybody else yeah so like in that little four square economic game, like your your only real option is to copy the market and to panic buy. You'd basically just have to like eat fast food. <laughs> That's like a main go to. Yeah, I, Cause, I, like, I, I guess grocery stores wouldn't be as reliable. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I, I really I remember there was something I can't remember really what it was. Um, I was staying at my grandma's and we stockpiled on like water i think it was like a hydro issue or something like that we stockpiled on water and then like perishable or non-perishables and um like all that jazz and we didn't really need it like completely but it was just the worry that it could happen like we could run out of water there could be an issue so like we needed to worry about like obviously like it, it ain't just like drinking water we're gonna have to worry about we're gonna have to worry about like showers we're gonna have to worry about like going pee or poop we're going to have to worry about washing our hands. It's just like it's a lot of stuff that it dwindles down to. But I can't really remember what it was for. I think I would might most likely have to ask about it. But this is like years ago. But uh, yeah, that wasn't too fun. We had like little, uh, um, fuck, what did they look like? You know those um, alcohol kind of glass things that look like tea teapots? Alcohol. They're like the Crown Royal kind of, not like Crown Royal, but uh, oh, fuck. I, it's, they're really hard to describe. They, they look like teapots but they're glass and like usually they hold like some sort of like uh bourbon or oh like um, a decanter yeah yeah i guess that's okay. a yeah but um yeah we had like a bunch of those filled with water nice. that was yeah that was I, I really yeah do you remember a time where like that happened because maybe we can like think of it and then i'm like oh yeah that's the time but um in terms of like panic buying stuff no not really not not that's not recent yeah um yeah, I mean, there's a lot of theories out there. Like a lot of people are saying like, oh, our supply to Eastern Canada has been cut off. So like, that's why our food's going to dwindle. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people are just worried for Christmas time, right? Like, Oh um, yeah, 100%. But um, especially with like parcel delivery. Because like even in the States, there are uh, like highways shut down. So like if you're having a parcel delivered through um from like washington up here they could have huge issues with um like time of delivery so it's best to kind of like uh early order mm-hmm. well I, I i saw some i saw someone talking the other day and she was saying that like she was saying that consumer goods like if you're if you're christmas shopping she said if you see something that you might want to buy for somebody and you see it on a store shelf somewhere 
don't walk away from it, buy mm-hmm. it. And she also said that one of the things that um, might, I don't want to contribute to this, but actually might run out closer to Christmas is like liquor. So like if you're after like a certain type of beer or whatever, like you might hey, not be Hey, Jordan, able to we need it. to end this podcast. We need to go right now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm picking you up and we're going to the liquor store right now. Okay. You want to get your summer's bee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shut up you you said it was you said it was one of your faves too bitch. yeah i love summers b um they are there so i saw this thing come back and i actually totally forgot about it this is not alcohol by the way which is like but um oh and i also have another thing to bring up that's kind of cool but they brought up what was it, it was like cranberry sprite remember that i've, I, seen I've it, yeah. never yeah. tried it before but they're bringing it back and i want it so bad Sounds like it could so be good. Bad. Mm-hmm. But also another thing. So um, I read about this recently because there was a video showed of like uh, they, they basically held a thing of Pepsi against like a car windshield for a certain amount of time. And it literally like burned through the windshield. Yeah. Do you know that uh, some police officers carry coke in their car to like wash blood off the road? that's oh my that's crazy but yeah so um i read something and it was like a a court case involving mountain dew and this guy was like yeah i found a rat inside my mountain dew this is your guys's fault and you want to know what the defense and the reason they won their case was what they said if this rat was in there for 30 days which is the claim the guy was making this rat would be dissolved by the carbonation of mountain dew because it was made like apparently it could do that it could fully dissolve a rat within that amount of time that's like that's like mildly like isn't that fucked a sh- up a, a shock but like i'm not completely shocked by yeah, that like but i mean like um, that's the thing that like won them the case oh they won the case oh yeah oh mountain dew won the well, case because they a, were like this can't because well, like he made it up he you was know like what's this interesting can't, or, though what you know what's interesting though like okay i heard this recently that okay so in chocolate they say if you if you apply statistics to it there's a certain amount of dead insects in all chocolate okay and the FDA allows for a certain amount of dead insects in chocolate. Love and like, that. and like I, I took, I had to take um, business statistics for school and like they, like th- there's a standard deviation of like X amount that you're let that the amount of, of dead insects will differ from like chocolate bar to chocolate bar. So that, that was, I don't know. I don't know. That's that, that made my skin crawl. Well, I mean, do you believe in the whole like, oh, you eat this many spiders in your lifetime because when you're sleeping, they crawl into your mouth? I read that you eat eight spiders a year. Really? Mm-hmm. That's creepy. That does not sit well with me. No, me neither. I mean, but I'm I'm also of the uh, of the belief that ignorance is bliss. So it's like as long as I don't know about it, <laughs> even though you read about it. Oh, but you don't know what's happening. Yeah, like if I ate a spider last night, like at least I didn't experience it. I'm going to bring a spider over to you. I'll bring my tarantula. <laughs> Remember my tarantula? Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, I was actually thinking about that a couple days ago. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't know where it is. Because I know I, I took it out of uh, my... Uh... For the viewers, this is a dead tarantula that's in yeah, like this... Yeah, it's stuffed like... inside like a... Uh, it's a, like a crystallized a glass. Yeah, it's like a... yeah um but yeah i know i took it out i can't remember where i put it but uh yeah weird (laughs) that was so funny (laughs) i just replaced your mouse with the fucking thing (laughs) i mean you didn't have as harsh of a reaction as i wanted you to i like barely reacted what the fuck (laughs) 
because I because I like put my hand in to touch the mouse and I'm like it just felt weird so I like looked at it and I'm like what yeah the fuck? you you felt it and then immediately you put your hand back and you're like what the fuck should we move on yeah finally finally yeah I mean um yeah I mean which I mean <laughs> spit it out should we have uh. Like, where do you remember the links that you got for the inflation issue for like Canada per se? Like, do you remember the articles that you read or like what uh, part of sites? Yeah, they were on? I used, yeah, it was, it was, it was YouTube. Okay. Um, one of the, like, I, I watched a bunch of videos. It was like a bunch, like US news sources and then like CBC and stuff. Yeah. This article that I have um, about Canadian inflation is, is from CBC. It said, because I think you said September was 4.4%. Yeah, it was 4.4. Yeah. Let me just double check the month. Uh, this uh, October, I mean, it says last month was 4.7. So it makes sense that September would be 4.4 if it is. Oh, so it's still getting higher. <laughs> I mean, if September was 4.4, it doesn't say anything about 4.4 here. Mm. Um, but I, what, I, mean, I do remember reading when I found September was 4.4 that like the previous month was like 3.9 which was the highest since 2003 so we're just like we're, we're still climbing yeah this and this what this also says this is a cbc article as well this says meat prices have risen by almost 10 percent on average with bacon in particular going up at more than yes. twice that rate i heard that too and yeah then, bacon. Uh, overall canadian grocery bills are going up at a 3.9 percent annual pace and then uh, they i guess they the data agency uh said this it said labor shortages that have slowed down production ongoing supply chain challenges and uh, rising prices for livestock feed continue to factor into higher prices for meat oh yeah and then they have like a list of uh of things that are rising too there's like clothing and footwear is up 0.6 percent transportation's up 10.1 percent uh shelters up 4.8 percent oh vancouver was rated the worst city in all of yes. north america in terms of housing i remember i know bringing that up with you yeah yep like the number which is not shocking at all it's not shocking they, i think they said the average house in vancouver costs 1.136 million but i also heard too that like they're saying that like the like and, and this is what i found when i was researching the the inflation topic was housing is not like now housing isn't our only issue right like it's it's cost it's just cost of living in general yeah with, with with the price of food and gas the way it is so, like housing is is probably the worst thing but it's it's not the only thing yeah exactly but, Should we move um, on? Yeah, let's move okay. on to the topic that we have been planning for. I love how you get up. You're like, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the topic that we have literally been planning for three weeks or a month. I don't really know how long it's been now. But um, it's funny. So we're going to be talking about, um, I, I don't really know the best way to describe it, like alcohol consumption per culture or like cultural use of alcohol. Well, yeah, like like cultural use with alcohol with like, Maybe like different parts of the world, different generations. Like I was gonna what's say, healthy. What isn't? Um, I when you sent me the the uh the because like this is a topic that Jordan had thought of, and when you sent me it, I was like, okay, uh, um, does he mean this or this? And I was gonna ask you in the moment. Is this about your question? It. Is this your question? Okay. So are we talking about like? alcohol use per culture like uh whether it's like you know like asian culture european culture or are we talking about like the culture that alcohol has created or are we talking about like uh consumption of alcohol per country like what are we gonna i mean like i'm down for whatever because i have multiple sources for any of the things that we talk about so for me it's the second one but it can be all of them so the, the culture of alcohol 
Yes. And like what it's kind of created. Yes. Party. And like us versus our parents. I feel like that's like a good umbrella term for everything really. Because it's like obviously we're looking at different parts of the world no matter how we talk about it. Because like we have our own personal experiences here. Whether it's like, I mean, just like our own Canadian experience, which might not even span across for all Canadians. But I mean, we have research from other uh, other places in the world, too. So, I mean, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Or like, should we have like something specific that we talk about first? Um. Well, I think that I think the main thing that I want to focus on is I think that like the difference between Gen Zers, uh, millennials and boomers, boomers one and boomers two, and compared to like what is normal, what is healthy, what isn't healthy. I think on general, in general, like the boomers have like, there's a lot more boomers, I will say. I won't make like sort of sweeping generalizations that it's like when they get home from work, it's not a, uh, there's not like a thought process that goes into like, am I drinking tonight? It's like, okay, work's over. It's time to chill. Time for time for a drink. Yeah. Um, I think it's automatic. And I don't think that that's something that is healthy and you said sorry that's with boomers boomers specifically more so than our generation i mean that's what i think i would agree honestly because like so i would i would agree with um boomers but i would also um agree with gen x because like my parents are both gen x and like girl yeah that's their lifestyle they get home and they drink but, Your parents um, are Gen X? Yep. Yeah. yeah what's, so it's, what's the years for Gen so X? So it says Gen X here is 1965 to 1980. Okay. So Boomers okay. 1 is 46 to 54. Boomers 2 is 55 to 64. Okay. So my parents are both sense. Boomer 2, but it's like right at the end of Boomer 2. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then there's like Gen X, Gen... Oh, wait, what the fuck? This says like Boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. But no, it says Gen X... Uh, 1965, 1980, uh, millennials, 81 to 96, and then Gen Z, 97 to 12. So you're a millennial, correct? Yes. Okay. And then I'm obviously a Gen Z. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I agree fully. Like, or even if it's like the weekend, they'll spend. Gen Z, you American? They, uh, they'll, oh, shut up. Um, they'll, they'll, uh, spend a lot of time on the weekend drinking. Yeah. And I think that I think another problem becomes too when like any group of people like can't have fun without drinking. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, like, there's such like one of the cultures around alcohol consumption is celebration. So like whenever you're at like a party or let's even say like a big event, like a wedding, you're gonna have a ton of alcohol there. Yeah. And but you know what, I think that like, it might not be completely healthy, but I think that that's more socially normal. Oh yeah. Cause like, yeah, it's, I mean, I guarantee you the majority of alcohol use or actually, hmm, I don't know, maybe a a study should be done on this, but like a lot of alcohol use is in social settings, like at restaurants, at bars, at parties, because because it's honestly, it's like the, it's the greatest social lubricant there is. Right. Like if you're, if you're at a bar with somebody or a group of people, or if you're at a party, right? Like nothing will like loosen your inhibition in a way that makes you social more than alcohol will. Yeah. So I think in those situations, it's very useful. Um, but and yeah. I think like, I, I feel like, um, especially because there are obviously settings, I think this is mostly, I would say at parties in my life where you're meeting new people and the way that you kind of get more comfortable and you ease into it more is, drinking alcohol 100 percent, because your walls come down exactly um but it's even like it's very useful uh like 
for and for any of you who are interested in this subject, um, uh, Joe Rogan had a fellow on who's a professor actually at UBC named Edward Slingerland, who talked a lot about um, like the history of alcohol and like how humans started drinking and what it was used for and like how we've come from then to now. It's really interesting. But so like he says, too, that a lot of like alcohol has has really high creative qualities to it, too. Right. So like if you're writing or if you're if you have to um, if you're an artist, right, like it'll it it lowers inhibition, it increases creativity. And it's sort of like it sort of like brings us back to like almost like a childhood state. Yeah. I mean, I, um, majority of the times that I have drank, oh, actually, mm, <laughs> I can't even say this because I know that I've drank a lot by myself. So right now, like probably over the past like two years, I really haven't drank much. Even like summers being shit, I really have not drank much. But before, um, I didn't drink a lot. I just drank like more commonly. Uh, majority of the stuff that I, I drink is like ciders and like kind of like low percentage alcohol drinks that are sweet. I don't really go into like tequila or um like gin or vodka rum and coke bitch give me that any day of the week and i will love you but uh yeah i would say summersby is probably my favorite um favorite alcohol yeah but... see i've i've always been a uh, i've always been a beer person um but it's like r.i.p to beer because i've been having lots of stomach issues in the last couple of years and i'm not allowed to drink beer anymore so i'm like really trying hard to get into whiskey but like je- like i think i went through like partying days and i was like 19 ish like a lot of people do where i would like drink every weekend um but um like i think not like normally for a long time my sort of like normal rhythm is every three weeks ish when there's like something going on yeah. like if it's like like during non-covid times if there's like a concert or if i'm like going to the bar with somebody or if i'm watching ufc fights i think that's like my normal amount and i'm actually i'm quite comfortable with that um because it's like i don't i never want to have that 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 thing happen to me where it's like it's thoughtless where there's not conscious thought that goes into making the decision to drink yeah um do you think that there's like an issue with the age limit for drinking like you have to be 19 here or like i mean alberta is 18 but i'm pretty sure it's is it 19 for the rest of the country uh alberta's yeah like you said alberta's 18 i think it's 19 everywhere else like could be wrong um As far but as I so, know. So, okay. So I, I, and I don't remember the source and I read this a long time ago, but I heard that alcohol is harmful to the human brain until it's fully developed, which is like 25. Um, so, I mean, I think it could be looked at. Yeah. Um, but also like if you're telling like 18 year old me that like, actually it's 25, like I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. So, well, I mean, you'd still be illegal at 18. Yeah. But well, you know what I mean? Like you're just wait, like, yeah, you're just waiting for you to turn 19. Yeah, because obviously we don't underage drink, right? All right, so thank you guys so much for coming to today's <laughs> session of conversion therapy. Um, um but um <laughs> yeah, I think um I don't know what I was going to say now. Hey, do you have something you're going to say? Um yes. So, I mean, you brought it up. There's kind of like a uh, a culture that's created about like early drinking, especially in high school. Like the amount of parties that go on that obviously center around alcohol use. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now. And thank God I, I thought of this. So 
I will never drink to like satisfy the conditions that somebody else has made. Cause a lot of people just drink to like, like if you're upset to like not feel upset. Is that no, what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. Cause like, I mean, I understand that. Cause like I've done that before, but like mo majority of the time that I drink, I drink to like have fun and enjoy myself. Like I'll drink when I'm playing video games and like streaming or I'll drink when like I have friends over and like in Vegas we drank and you know, like th that's, I, I've kind of always had that mindset. Like if you, are drinking you should drink to like enjoy yourself and so you should... are you saying you wouldn't drink to like to like make uh, under peer pressure is that what you're saying uh yeah okay and like i didn't so like i didn't really go to it wasn't on my bucket list to really go to many parties just on the basis of like i heard many bad things happening and like people taking getting taken advantage of at parties and i didn't want to be in that setting because it was just really it created like an uncomfortable feeling for me but majority of the people that i went to high school with they would go to parties and like drink just on the basis that they're like, oh yeah, like all my friends are doing this. Like I just, I'm just gonna be one of the cool kids. It wasn't even peer pressure. They just wanted to fit in. And like, I'm just like, baby, like that's not like, no, like that's not healthy at all. Like if you're going to like fit in and like, because your friends are doing this and like, this isn't something that you would normally do under normal circumstances. Well then one, they're not your friends. And two, this isn't something that you should be doing because you're creating an environment that's extremely toxic to yourself. And like, it's just not something that should be done. And that was done majority of the time that people went over to drink. They wouldn't do it to enjoy yeah. themselves. They would do it because they wanted people to talk about them in the setting. They wanted them, they wanted other people to know they were there as well. And like, I don't know, that just. I think when people underage drink, they like, it. they do it to get crazy. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's less, right? It's like, do it, you, you do it for kind of like for chaos. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, but I think that like, I think that when you're talking about like peer pressure and stuff, when you're, when you're like during high school, I think there's a lot of different factors at play there because like, you're like, as like teenage kids, honestly, like, I hope I never have to like raise a teenage child because there's like so much shit going on. Like your hormones Just raise are them zero to 12, give them to somebody else for seven right? years and then bring them so back. It's like, so it's like, you think like, and my parents always used to say this and I used to hate it. I used to get mad, but like, it's so true. Like there's, it's like the phase where you think, you know, everything. They always used to say, like, I would always hear my mom say that to other people. She'd be like, yeah, he just, he's in that stage, you know, where like he thinks he knows everything. And I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah, it was just weird because um, I actually did know everything. <laughs> Continue. But so, yeah, I think, I think there's like a lot of hormonal things going on. I think that there's a lot of like, you don't know your identity. So like you're trying to fit in and see where you fit in. So like you're more susceptible to peer pressure than you are like, like later on in your life. Um so I think that, so I agree with you, but I think that there's a lot of different factors at play. Yeah. But I would, I remember what I was going to say earlier was when I was saying that the, they're saying the human brain isn't fully developed till you're 25. So th I think maybe that could be changed if that's true. But like, th there's a lot of things around that, like, like around that same principle in our society that need to be changed that I don't think will. Like there's actual evidence that a teenage brain isn't like fully awake and able to take in information until like 10 a.m. Yeah, we start high school at yeah, 8 like a.m. every day. Yeah. yeah, so like, and I, that needs to be changed, but I don't think it ever will. So I don't think this will either. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, like, if there were enough studies that came out in support of it and was like, this, this is the best thing to do for humanity, then, I mean, I would be in support of it, obviously. If it's just a sudden change that happens with, like, no reason. I mean, even if there might be a reason, but if they come out and they're just like, yeah, we're just increasing this uh, just because, then I'd be like, bitch, why? Like, they're bigger things to worry about. But um, 
I think I was extremely grateful in high school because the friend group that I had, like the main friend group that I had, there were six of us. And um, like we, we were not avid drinkers by any means. And I guess we really like, we kind of really still aren't. But like when we do drink together, we fully drink to like enjoy ourselves, to catch up, to have fun. We just do it because it's like, like you said, it's like a, a lubricant for comfortability. And that's like, I mean, we've known each other. Some of us have known each other for 18 years. And like, I think the the, the shortest time I've known one of them is, uh, that'd be five, like 10 years. That's the shortest time. And so like we, whenever we get together and maybe like, I mean, majority of the time we get together, we don't even drink, but like when yeah. we do, it's kind of just, um, I'm grateful that it's not really an environment where it feels like it's kind of like a toxic drinking environment. Like you need to have the alcohol. Cause there's so many times where like parties, like it's not going to be enjoyable if you don't have alcohol. I think that's a huge issue too. And, um, and there are other friends that I have that I talk to to this day that like are out of like my main friend group that, uh, like is the same story they either don't drink or like when we do it's just fully to enjoy ourselves and i feel like having that environment especially in like a place where it was so dominated by like a, a party scene is uh, extremely important and it was very like healthy to go through I, i'm definitely very grateful that i i had those people and still have those people to uh to kind of go to oh that was so sentimental it was that's, that's so very unlike you i know that's really weird definitely editing that out um um, I think, I think like, so first of all, I think that, uh, like alcohol is way more harmful to people's health and, and people's families than marijuana. I mean, isn't it considered a drug? Alcohol? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So is caffeine. I mean, yeah. but anyways, I think that alcohol is way more harmful than marijuana is Oh, way more harmful. I a hundred percent agree. Um, so this is, uh, let me just see. So this is, uh, this is from 2012, so this is a couple years ago. This is according to the World Health, or World Health Organization. Uh, 6% of all deaths worldwide are contributed to alcohol use or misuse. And that's, uh, where, I'm that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, so it's about 3.3 million deaths per year, but continue. There, there, there was a study shown in Canada that um, in terms of like our healthcare system, the majority of, of, of the, of the and I don't remember the exact context, maybe it was just drugs, but it, so in terms of like, drunk driving related things, um, disease you get from alcohol, uh, injury caused through maybe domestic disputes, et cetera. Like mm -hmm. in terms of like cost to our healthcare, alcohol was number one. Yeah. Even like the States, like this is uh, centers for disease control and prevention stated that excessive alcohol use is the third leading cause of death in the U S this is from 2014 and it accounts for 88,000 deaths per year. But I remember even reading about like, like I have a couple things pulled up just like uh, around the world and then specific uh, ethnic groups by gender. This is, uh, I guess this was like a, there's like a, a drinking table and like uh, status and heavy drinking report uh, for alcohol consumption in the States. And this is by ethnic groups and by gender. And this was back in uh, 2002. This is back in, uh, but yeah, they say uh, males are more prominent drinkers than females, which is not shocking at all. But they say the background with the most uh, like weekly and daily heavy drinking are Native Americans. Mm -hmm. And then I think they were followed by, let me just see here. Yeah, they were followed by white people and then Hispanic people. Do you know that they've also said that uh, the 
generally speaking, if you're a highly intelligent person, you're more likely to be a heavy drinker. I guess that skipped over me. Or you're misinformed. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, I mean, you're not a heavy drinker, so what does that say about you? It's following suit. All right, so. Um, but what were you going to say? Didn't you have like a something to report? Um, that I just fully interrupted you about? I don't remember. Oh. It'll come back to me. Uh, you were talking about like Canadian statistics, and I mean, you brought up the fact that uh, oh yes, with, yes, like, yes, healthcare. Yes. So there, there's a number of physicians that came out and said, like, you know, when you buy a pack of cigarettes and it shows you like a person's teeth or whatever. Yes. Um, they think, and I, I kind of agree with this, that like they don't. I mean, I, under, I, I know economically why this is the case, but like they don't understand why alcohol gets a free sort of pass. They think that those late those warnings should be on on booze as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that they, for whatever reason, like they just gets a free pass. Like no one ever talks about how bad it is for you. And I mean, I, it's, this is true with cigarettes too. I mean, the government tax cigarettes, but I think the government makes tons of money on alcohol. So they turn a blind eye to it. Oh, hundred um, percent. But even like, for example, like, and I always talk about this cause it pisses me off. But like when in March of 2020, when everything here uh, was shutting down, they extended the fucking liquor store hours. So it was like every, you can't go to like the bookstore but liquor stores are now open 7 a.m to 11 p.m to re- to mitigate groups of people like large groups of people like what the fuck like yeah i remember we were talking about that too and then um remember when the uh the we had the vaccine passports first introduced and you didn't need them to get into liquor stores yes i i have a uh and we, we might we might even already talk. I think we talked. We vaguely mentioned. Oh yeah, we did. We did. I forgot podcast. we we went over that. But yeah, I think that's. I, I, I don't know. It's is is it an essential service, or is it just about all money, money tax dollar? Definitely about money. Imagine if uh, alcohol was like necess- as necessary in the human body as water. <laughs> I think for some people it is. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I was like reading through uh, kind of like uh, a rundown of like the drinking. This is like specific to the drinking culture in Europe, but it, it was like Italy, which I mean, Italy is kind of like you can think of like wine being prominently um, consumed in Italian culture, which makes you sense. Know, and also, you know, in France, like um, everything like so lunchtime during a work day, like everything closes and like you go home and you have lunch with your family. And like they give you have they give wine to like underage kids. Like really, they just have they have it with their meals. Yeah, um, so it's it's very it's viewed very differently there. Um, and then you have the converse. So like in Russia, I heard that beer was was considered a soft drink until like two thousand three. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm reading this thing on German or like yeah Germans, which Germans drink a lot of beer. Probably. Yeah. And then it says. Uh, Germans drink 28 gallons per capita every year, making them the third largest consumer of beer worldwide. I wonder what one and two are. I'm trying to think. Let me look it up. Okay, uh, l- let's make guesses, Kay. We can guess one and t- one guess for each, one and two. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of like what. So I'm going to go USA number one. I'm thinking USA is number one or two as well. And then I feel like Canada would be up there. I don't know if we're going to be number two. Um. I'm going to go U.S. and Russia. 
us and russia i don't okay fair enough but i don't think they're big on beer out there i think they're vodka people maybe that's just a stereotype um i'm gonna go you know what just because i can't think of another fucking country that's gonna wait you know what i'm gonna go usa number one i'm gonna go uk number two okay so i'm looking this is a uh this is a beer consumption per capita okay and so jesus christ so it says germany's fourth in this one so whatever it's still accurate information okay um my god so we're wrong okay wait what did you say was number two usa and what uk uk okay yeah no none of ours were even in the top 10 okay um this is like really i'm like looking at is is belgium or the netherlands number two um, two? let me look none of them no okay what's number one (laughs) the czech republic Oh, I never would have guessed and that. And they're like number one. So Germany has, uh, so this is the 10 countries with the highest beer consumption per capita in liters are Germany is fourth with 104.2 liters. Okay. Czech Republic is first with 143.3 liters. Jesus. So it's, and you, I would think that Germany has quite a, I mean, I mean, it's per capita. So population doesn't matter. But um, second is uh, Namibia, Namibia. I don't know how to pronounce the name. What, what what continent is that country in? I would... <laughs> I don't even know. I feel like this is just like an... I feel like it's an African country. And I feel like I know a yeah, lot about Namibia, geography. Or sorry, Namibia. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm assuming that that's how you do it. Uh, it's in Southern Africa. I thought so. Okay. Um, but yeah, they are in second with 108 liters. In third is Austria. And Austria has 106 liters. See, because that whole like European area I know has a really high beer consumption. Like, I should have guessed this fucking country. I'm what? looking at it now and I should have guessed this. What? Ireland. Oh, yeah. That was a big fuck Number up. six. I, I would have put them number two if I remembered that. Yeah, same. I would have put them as one or two. But yeah, they're yeah. number six with 98.2. And then Poland's number five. That makes my, sense for Poland. In my opinion, Ireland is the home of the greatest beers ever created. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the shocking because they have like a, uh, I think they have a top twenty here. But yeah, there's like countries like Croatia, Finland, Bulgaria, Panama, Iceland, Spain, Slovenia, Slovakia, Lithuania, I th- Estonia. I think the most shocking one is the actually uh, the African one. Yeah, I know, and especially like they have. Uh, I guess the 2021 population was around 2.5 million. Czech Republic is like like. The uh, Namibia is in second with 108 liters. Czech Republic is 143.3 liters. That's like insanely. I I can't even name like, you know how a lot of countries like they have like a flagship beer, like Holland has Heineken and Ireland has Guinness. I can't even think of a Czech beer. Like I can't, I don't know one. Examples of Czech Republic. Was that your stomach? Yeah, I'm hungry. (laughs) Jeez. um yeah they're all i i I don't even think i'd be able to pronounce any of these yeah i I don't know i mean there's like there's like a lot of them they have it's like oh oh, okay this says the 15 best czech beers all right well we're going to czech republic and that's our next vacation do you even like beer um i i don't hate it it's just not my (laughs) go-to but you want to go to czech republic we can test absolutely we can test we can probably find some sweet beers 100 percent Let's do it. It's just not Guinness. I fucking hate Guinness. Guinness Dude, that's is my disgusting. favorite beer of all time. Yeah, so Guinness is disgusting. Get fucked. Yeah, you have wrinkles. Guinness is disgusting. Um, 
Uh, I'm trying to think. Is that is that all? Yeah, I, I, I think we touched everything. Did we? This, this is probably a long one, hey? Uh, we've had longer. Oh, okay. I've had longer. Should, should, should um, we do the, Should we do our of the session now? Yeah, we could. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I haven't thought about this at all. Um, yeah, I really, I forgot this was a thing. <laughs> okay, I have mine. Okay, you go. So uh, it's not going to be like, uh, I can't think of anything that's like favorite now and favorite all time. So we're just going to do two of this. Okay. So if you had the chance to, which two superpowers would you want? Okay, I think, yeah. So for me, it would be invisibility and the ability to fly. Okay, that's pretty close to mine. Okay. Um, mine is teleportation. Teleportation will always be my number one. And invisibility. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, the, the ability to fly would be cool. And so I would just kind of like be like, oh, do you want to fly? And then I would just like, you'd piggyback me and then you would fly. So I'd be like, woo, this is my superpower See, too. I and almost, then I would like, I would hold your hand as we teleport. And <laughs> then it wouldn't take you. <laughs> I almost chose, um, I almost chose like sort of like benevolence, like all know, like being all knowing. Okay. But... Some things I don't want to know, you know? And I feel like there's satisfaction in, like, being able to know things that a lot of other people don't, just on the basis that you've done, like, not not on the basis that you have the superpower. Just on but the then basis you'd also that... know what people, like, actually think of you. Yeah, I don't and give I a fuck. And I feel like, and I, you don't give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. I already know but what people think about me. So you, you don't care that I hate you? Bitch, I'm using you. Teleportation has always been my number one. My number two has always changed. Like, before it used to be the all-knowing superpower, it used to be flying. I'm pretty sure for a bit it used to be super speed, and then I was like, that's not really necessary when I have teleportation. Um, But I feel like invisibility would be super, like, those two combined, bitch, that is, mm. because I feel like flying in invisibility is really cool, but, like, I don't know. If you can combine invisibility and teleportation, you can just use that to your advantage, just be really fucking cool. All right, your turn. I can't think of one, so I think we should just do the one. No, this week. Uh, I can't think of one. Well, then think of something that we can have. Like we can pick two choices from. Okay, what's your favorite thing about Christmas? Go. Okay, I'll go first. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to today's session of conversion therapy. What? That one's you so me to... bad. Well, then let's leave it. I can't think of anything. <laughs> like our two favorite things about christmas it was me one favorite thing but okay well i mean i did two just because we normally do like two separate things for whatever we're talking about okay what about like do you have like two favorite video games oh that's a good one okay yeah so wait, you're gonna, we're, you're no, 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 we're gonna we're we're editing it so you're gonna bring this up after i stop talking you, you really you don't want credit for this I mean, I'll know that I did it, and if anyone asks. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, okay, I got one. What are your two? <laughs> what, yes, go can, two. What? I'm really excited. I wonder what redo, this is. Should we redo that? Because you're no, like, that was good. You fuck. That was okay. so funny. Um. Okay. So, uh, current favorite. Actually, I, I can't do current favorite because I don't play video games anymore. Or can oh, I, oh I... you want to do video games? Well, why don't we just do two? Um, like just two, two favorite. Okay. Two favorite video games of all time. I'll go first. Okay, okay and so, this also this this has to be like specific video games. Like if yeah, you say yeah. like Halo, 
as like yeah the yeah yeah, yeah. no gotcha Halo. Okay. gotcha gotcha uh-huh. also speaking of halo do you know it was like the 20th anniversary of its release like two days ago they just released halo infinite too like a new halo oh a new halo but yeah, yeah but it's not it's not even uh it's not even the same studio that makes it anymore oh it isn't oh no. i never played halo i think it was oh dude it was so good um but okay so yeah for favorite two games of all time uh first one zelda the ocarina of time on nintendo 64 that game i like i still like i gave my n64 to my sister but how do like i would still play that game it is so good have you ever played that game no okay it's so good i I think they did a remaster on uh Mm. on something but anyway so that game second favorite game of all time this is this is gonna be tough uh i'm actually gonna go i'm gonna go with original starcraft um, I'm huge into like uh, real-time strategy. That's like my favorite type of game. Like the last game I actually played was StarCraft II when I got my my laptop. Um, uh, I, I love that game, but shout out to World of Warcraft. Okay, your turn. This one's hard because like uh, anyone who knows me knows that I love Apex and Apex is my favorite game right now. So I, if we could do like a, a current versus all-time favorite, I would be able to do it. But since we're not doing that, we don't, obviously we're not doing that. But yeah, Apex is definitely my number one right now. Um, trying to think I mean I'm trying to think of which one of these I like more so I was obviously a very avid Call of Duty player that is my favorite kind of series of games of all time and I'm trying to think of which one I like more between Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3 you're such a basic bitch are you really gonna say Call of Duty bitch you just chose Legend of Zelda don't talk to me about being at least basic. I ch- at least I chose a vintage classic no. one no don't Anyways, talk to me on. about being basic. You're fucking one step away from choosing Mario Party. Um, Mario Party? <laughs> but um, I'm just, oh, God, this is really difficult. Because a lot of, uh, like, a lot of the main things that I did in Call of Duty was play the campaign. I actually loved their campaigns. The campaigns are epic. It's so good. But um, obviously multiplayer was also really cool. And, like, the, the special ops was cool, too. But I also, I mainly focused on their campaigns. I would probably say... This is so hard. I'd probably say Modern Warfare 2. I'd probably See, have to give the slight edge to Modern Warfare 2. The only Call of Duty I've actually like played through the campaign is Modern Warfare 1. Um, the only problem with Call of Duty campaigns is they're typically very, very short. Like, I agree. Like Modern Warfare 1 was like a six-hour playthrough. Exactly. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And like they have such good... I feel like their storylines are really fucking good. Like they They're can, really they can good. It and it would still be entertaining. It's not like you're actually playing like a 20-hour campaign you know what i actually just thought of i like bought like like maybe like three years ago i like went in because I, I only have a ps3 still and i like wanted to start playing games again so i went in and bought like a bunch of cheap used games i think i bought modern warfare 2 i should play that you should uh yeah i mean i if i had a th- if i had like a third or well i guess the third would be modern warfare 3 but if i had a fourth i love how i made fun of this before but it would probably be like a mario game like mario party Mario. Okay, but don't choose Mario Party. That's like a drinking game. <laughs> I mean, I would play Mario Party with, when with like with at least choose drink. at least choose like, Super, Mario Super Mario or like Bros. Mario Kart. Even choose Mario Tennis. Just don't choose Mario Kart. I remember. Or, sorry, fun, Mario Party. I remember how fun Super Mario Bros was on the DS. I used to play with my cousin all the time. Shout out to you, cousin. I can't mention your name because of I don't know consent issues, but whatever. But I love you. I'm probably gonna see you soon. Love you. But um, Super yeah. Mario 64 was better. Oh, I like that one. Um, I liked, do, how many Mario parties have you played? Um, 
I've played in one. I don't know which ones I've played, but I played one on N64, and then my sister has the newest one on her Switch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think I played the newest one on an old friend's Switch, and it was a lot of fun. But Mario Party 8, that game was a lot of fucking fun. I remember that. I had Mario it for Party, Wii, I think. Like I said, Mario Party is really fun to play if you have like a bunch of people and you're drinking. Even like, um, you remember Wii Sports? <laughs> dude. Yeah. Like, you know that what's so, so much fun? fun? Mario Tennis is so much fun. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, I miss like, because like my dad used to have like Wii and then he had like a PS3 and like even like a PS2 before. And so like a lot of games we had there, but I miss the Wii so much. I loved I loved Wii Sports Resort. That game was See, so much fun. I wasn't huge on the Wii because when I play video games, like I'm not down to move. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like this is like a consent issue. Like when I want to like, I did not consent to this, like. Yeah, I mean, they had, like, uh, Mario Party for Wii, and that we'd sit down and play most of that, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of miss those games. Even, like, Little Big Planet, that's a really good game, too. But, oh, I've never played that one, but, yeah, I know oh, that game. I recommend. And then I think, I don't know if they've came come out with a third one, but they came out with Little Big Planet 2, and that was a lot of fun. I remember mm. getting that, like, literally day of it came out, because we were all really excited, because we had all really liked uh, Little Big Planet. And that game was so much fun. But you know what? I'm actually going to play. I'll play. I'll play Modern Warfare 2. Now you've got me intrigued because I really liked one. Have you? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's the only campaign you've played and you haven't played Modern Warfare 2 yet. No. Modern Warfare 2 is a prime ass campaign, bitch. It's the same characters, right? Like prices in it and shit. I can't give away. Okay. Because do you remember? You remember what happened at the end of Modern Warfare 1? Not really. Like vaguely. So like, um, I think it was Zakayov or something like that. They shot him. It was like the end scene on the bridge. And oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I can't give away too much, but okay. it's a really, really fucking good campaign. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, I do recommend Modern Warfare 3 after Modern Warfare 2 because that's a fucking good ass campaign too. But then I'd have to get like a PS4 and that's not happening. You have a PS3 right now? Yeah. Lucky fucking bitch. I want a what do PS3. You mean? Really? Oh yeah, of course. I, I grew up on PS3. That's two gens ago. I thought you'd make fun of me. No, I love PS3. If it was an Xbox, I'd make fun of you. Do you like PS more than Xbox? Yeah, that one of the gravest mistakes was me buying, uh, my dad buying me an original Xbox. Period. I agree. Yeah, the PS2, in my opinion, had like the best selections of selection of games of like any system ever. And like when the PS3 first came out, you were allowed to play PS2 games on it, but I think yes. they like made like a new one that you weren't. So like a lot of our PS2 games we played on the PS3, so, and it was actually really good. So second gen Xbox, they fixed this issue, but a lot of like really popular games didn't come out for original Xbox, like GTA. I love GTA. I oh, GTA Five, love. Oh, GTA Five was so good. Four was so good too. Four was really good. And they're, apparently, they're coming out with the sixth. Yeah, it's like in the uh, process. Five is like actually, I watched this like uh, mo watch Mojo video of like the the top video games of all time, and five always makes all these lists. So. Oh yeah, five is that that was a prime fucking game. I mean, yeah. it still is, obviously. I still have Grand Theft Even, like, on my PC, I still have the game. Yeah. But um, I was going to say something, and I fucking can't remember what it was. But, um, yeah, like, so Xbox, like, it had, the original Xbox, it had, like, a lot of really good uh, exclusive releases. Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, Gears of War, Halo. Um, a lot, of, even, like, I had a snowboarding game. as Amped. That was a sick fucking game. There was, so there's a lot of good exclusives, but, like, a lot of the big cross like now cross console games weren't released for it yeah i remember um sims 2 was a ps2 game that we played and we would always like get all the cheats for it and then just have unlimited money and just create the best houses that was so much fun and then have like our alien sims i missed all that right. should we sign off i think we should all right
Are right, we getting close to the camera? Okay. All right. Thank you for watching the con the conversion therapy podcast. The conversation therapy. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. We will catch you guys next time. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining. Bye.